Welcome to Live in the Messiah's Love. I'm your host, Kamisha Lucier, and I'm so glad you're here with me for season two. We had a great time in season one, and I'm looking forward to what the Lord has for us in this new season. Today, I'm joined by my special guest, my beloved, John. He's here to help discuss something that the Lord had us start in our ministry this month, and it's called Christian Heritage Month. Welcome, honey. Thank you so much for being here with me tonight. Thank you for having me, honey, honey. It's a pleasure and a blessing as always. Oh, well, the pleasure is certainly all mine, and I do appreciate your love and your willingness to help. So um, let's start by talking about Christian Heritage Month. What is it? And, you know, what does is, what is the Lord put on your heart to share about it? Well, if we could, uh, as we should, probably start with some scripture. In Psalm 78, beginning in verse 5, he says this, For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers, that they should teach them to their children, that the generation to come might know even the children yet to be born, that they may arise and tell them to their children, that they should put their confidence in God and not forget the works of God, Hmm. but keep his commandments. So a couple of years back, the Lord began ministering about what we're calling Christian Heritage, what the Lord called Christian Heritage Month. Let me correct myself. Yeah, that's what he called it. (laughs) (laughs) So... And it was a time of, to be a time of remembrance. You know, the Lord moved in, in and through people in many incredible and mighty ways. Mm-hmm. Even in, before the foundation of this nation was even a thing. He put on the hearts of men and he moved them and did all kinds of incredible acts and deeds on behalf of, well, us. Mm-hmm. We're the future generations of historically, what many have done and sacrificed for. And and in that sacrifice, also being led by the Lord to accomplish His will, His purpose, the ideas that the Lord gave them to help establish this nation mm-hmm. as a nation under God. Amen. But then there's a, a second aspect of it, is, as we were just reading, is to teach the future generations about not only what the Lord has done in this nation, but all the people he has used along the way to help bring us into relationship with him mm-hmm. to the, well, we're all still growing mm-hmm. and we're still moving forward in Christ and, and our relationship with him is growing deeper and more personal and more intimate, just like the Lord wanted from the beginning mm-hmm. with all of his creation. Mm-hmm. So it's, it is a, if you will, a genealogy or a lineage mm-hmm. of all the people that the Lord has utilized that's being taught to the future generations mm-hmm. so that they can understand how the Lord used people. And even, you know, if you will, the extent to which he used people, the seeds that were planted or sown and others that were watered by each other individuals in order to, well, get us to the place where we're at. Not that we've arrived, we're still moving forward, but to where we are currently, acknowledging that, celebrating that, passing that down. Again, celebrating not the people so much, Mm -hmm. but what the Lord did in and through people. Exactly. 
Amen. Well, glory to God for that. Um, I appreciate that about the Lord. You know, when something that believers need to understand is that God has his plan that he's working and he doesn't think like we do as humans. So anytime the Lord speaks to us and says, this is important to me, this is what I want to have done. And I want you to see it and think of it the way that I see it and think of it. Um, that that's always, 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 always an indicator for us to get in line with him and position ourselves to see what he says, to see what he sees, to think how he thinks and to agree with him. So, um, you know, this time of remembrance, if we think about scripturally, what power is in when we, what, what power is in or available to the believer when we, we remember what God has already done and we say, thank you to the Lord, (laughs) two little words, but they are so powerful and they bring, um, such a connection for our faith and demonstrate to the Lord, our appreciation. But also when we say, thank you, to someone else, what that does for them, what it does in them. You know, um, I had a chance to speak with a, another believer who I, I dearly appreciate. And, you know, they were kind of sharing their thoughts with me about, um, you know, the Lord wanting to start this, this annual remembrance, um, especially in the, for the month of June. And, you know, just the thoughts of, it was kind of a struggle for, for this believer to say thank you because um, to other people who had sown the word in his mm-hmm. life, partially because they didn't sow it perfectly. And it was hard for him to consider, you know, America a Christian nation because there were things um, that weren't perfect about the nation starting. And, you know, just remembering the Lord's heart if he's gracious to me and he doesn't remember my sin, then me telling someone thank you and releasing them and giving them the opportunity to be free doesn't, um, it's not a loss to me, but it's a benefit. And when I look at what the Lord has done and I celebrate and remember him, that honors the Lord. It exalts him. You know, there's, there's a myriad of scriptures that talk about what praise does, what thanksgiving does, Um, for us spiritually and how it sets us free, but also gives God a clear pathway to work in our life. Amen. Amen. So so there's a couple things even with that, right? No, as you pointed out, we are far from perfect. We are working, (laughs) we we are in fact working out our own soul salvation with the Mm -hmm. Lord, right? Mm -hmm. But there's this time where we can just come together and acknowledge what the Lord's done and how he's used people, right? Mm Mm-hmm. As you said, the Lord's very was very specific about June being mm-hmm. the month annually, Amen. When we celebrate His goodness, Amen. right? And and it was very pointed. And this is part of the why the Lord was speaking to us in this this manner. Historically, for this nation, there are so many things that happened here and and in this month. In the U.S. In the yeah. United States, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, of course, declared our independence, and in June of nineteen of 1775, excuse me, the army was formulated, which, of course, fought in, in the war that, the Revolutionary War, which helped give us our independence. That we later declared on July. Exactly. <laughs> but also, 
June 14th, 1777. So June 14th of both 75 and 77 Mm -hmm. is historically significant. One for the army being Mm -hmm. formulated Mm -hmm. or being formed, excuse me. And then secondly, we had our American flag birthed in this nation. Mm -hmm. Now, this is subsequent to what happens in May, which with the National Day of Prayer, right? Mm-hmm. So so let's look at this pattern. We have the National Day of Prayer. We have, again, these memorial or commemorative you know, events in our nation's history of when things were established mm-hmm. that we still celebrate even today, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then, so again, this is why the Lord is focused on this, because then, if you will, it's the the cherry on top or the the capstone, if you will, for this nation is the celebration of our Independence Day on July fourth. Mm-hmm. So it's a the way the Lord explained it was that this was a buildup to all the things that the Lord did in order to grant us or give us our freedom, our independence mm-hmm. as a nation to serve God or be a nation under God, mm-hmm. which is incredible. So this is definitely something that needs to be passed down. Amen. So, I mean, there's another scripture in Psalm 144, 145, excuse me, mm-hmm. uh, verses 3 through 7 say this, Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and His greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall praise your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. On the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wonderful works, I will meditate. Men shall speak of the power of your awesome acts, and I will tell of your greatness that they, sorry, they shall eagerly utter the memory of your abundant goodness and will shout joyfully of your righteousness. Amen. All incredible things about the Lord that we are remembering, or it's a call that the Lord is asking us to remember during this time. Mm -hmm. And as we said, yes, it was two years ago that he started talking to us about this, Mm -hmm. but it was this year that he said, now's the time to share it with, if you will, the nation, Mm -hmm. ultimately the world for them, for themselves as a, a, I'll say Christian holiday. Amen. Amen. And, you know, as we're, as we're looking at this, again, God is working his own plan. And sometimes as believers, we get so hooked into what we see in the natural that we forget about the spiritual. And not that we neglect what's happening in the natural, but remembering also that the Lord, he, he gives us victory. And where we have um, the spiritual might and power and dominion is in the spiritual arena and the spiritual arena is what affects the natural arena. Um, So, you know, we talked about the national day of prayer that happens in May and then the celebrating the nation's independence in July. But then for the month of June, there's a gap. And despite all the other people in the world, despite the religions, the believers are the ones that have spiritual authority. We have dominion and authority in Christ Jesus. And, you know, presently in the country, in this country, but also throughout the world, there's the spirit of the Antichrist that is attempting to raise another flag over the people, over our country, and, you know, over a myriad of countries around the world to cause us and the nation to bow down to it. And, 
you know, we're not, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We wrestle against principalities and powers, you know, exactly what's, what's listed for us in Ephesians chapter six. And because of that, God is equipping us to prevail by giving us weapons, if you will, and tools and resources to not only rule over what's happening spiritually, but also in our households to solidify his authority and dominion within our households and within our generations so that they are able to stand and prevail. God is interested in our success. He called us the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, Um, blessed coming in and going out. And in order for us to see the fullness of that, we have to take every aspect that the Lord is um, showing us, like Holy Spirit saying, do this, now do this, now do this, now do this. It's time for that step, um, is important to us. Um, in this this nation, um, you know, like I said, the spirit of Antichrist is trying to make us submit to another God, and we're not going to do that. Um, and we who have the blood applied to our lives have an obligation and the spiritual authority to bring that into subjection. So that in addition to going to the school board meetings, um, you know, fulfilling the call that God has on your life to run for office and all of those things, we don't neglect the um, taking the next step that the Lord has called us to, which is why I believe the Lord had mentioned this to us in the, you know, previously in preparation of our hearts and our minds, uh, you and me, my love, mm-hmm. um, as he's spoken to us um, prophetically about it. Um, till today, he's saying, you know, this month, he said, now is the time to release this. Now is the time to launch into it, because this is the the next step of that. You know, Amen. you think about if we could even compare it to the American Revolution. It started with people saying, ah, I don't like this, you know, um, you know, whatever was happening in the nation, they didn't like having to be subject to a king that would not honor and recognize God. I was totally in opposition to him. Absolutely. But but then let's, let's look at some other things. I don't know, like back when I, if I reflect on my childhood, when I learned about history, I did also learn about the things that the Lord did in and through people. George Washington, you know, the, the first president of the United States and you know, clearly one of the founders of this nation. He was a man of prayer, mm-hmm. as were many. Right? It, the Bible was written into law. It was written into all these different documents. Mm-hmm. But over the years, that's seemingly been left out. They'll reference the person in history now. Mm-hmm. The person is referenced. What they did is referenced. But what has been ex- has been excluded on the whole mm-hmm. has been the, the individual's faith in the Lord, where they, where they put their faith, their hope, their trust in, mm-hmm. right? where their love was, which was for the Lord, mm-hmm. and how they received their direction in order to do whatever the task was that the Lord gave them mm-hmm. or the idea that that helped benefit not just them, but the nation as a whole. Amen. That's seemingly been excluded. But then there's another aspect to this, which is, well, we kind of have to go into what, what it isn't, right? Mm-hmm. Amen. And, and Christian Heritage Month is not against anything Mm-mm. or anyone else. No. No. As you were saying, yes, there is a spirit of the Antichrist, but guess what? The world is going to do what the world is going to do. Mm-hmm. And the world is going to celebrate what the world desires to celebrate. Whatever that may be. Whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Now, 
when the Lord gave us this, it was also a, I'll say, eye-opening because the Lord also highlighted to me what what inherently Christian holidays mm-hmm. do we as Christians or believers have, mm-hmm. and there there really isn't one. Mm-hmm. You could attempt to make the case for Christmas and celebrate the birth of Christ, but wait, almost everybody celebrates Christmas. Mm-hmm. You could attempt to make the case for Easter, but wait, there are a whole lot of other people and other religions that celebrate Easter. Mm-hmm. Christians do not inherently have a holiday that is just theirs. Mm-hmm. So... When the Lord was spoke to us about this, he also highlighted, hey, that's what this is about. It's about celebrating our heritage our, and our inheritance mm-hmm. in the Lord. Amen. Amen. That's so, so important. And, you know, again, this is not about being against people because people are not our problem. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. That is a profound um, statement from the word of God. It's scripture, but also it's a revelation. Amen. And, you know, even, even thinking about where that came from, the apostle Paul, um, wrote that as the Holy Spirit inspired him. But if you read through Acts and look at what happened in his walk with the Lord, he was pursued from, from city to city to city, incessantly people trying to kill him and take his life, um, for doing nothing wrong. And through that process that he went through, he learned, as the Holy Spirit taught him, the people are not your problem. It's the spirit of the Antichrist that's behind it. It's Amen. the spirit of the evil one that's driving the people to do, um, you know, whatever it is that they're doing. That was the spirit of the Antichrist. And when the Lord taught him that and the Apostle Paul got that revelation, it freed him so that he wasn't bound by bitterness and he wasn't subject um, to those those wicked spirits, but he could go ahead and deal with that in the spiritual arena and also tap in and loose the power of God on his behalf and the the angelic force on his behalf as well to assist him. And he could have full rest and confidence in the Lord that the Lord would deliver him through any circumstance and that he was, and it caused him to realize he was perfectly in the hands of God and no evil could um, steal his life from him or anything of that nature. And when we get that understanding that we're not trying to, you know, get rid of people, we're not trying to fight them mm-hmm. because the fight is not there. And we take it to the devil where we have authority in the name of Jesus, we're going to win all day long. Well, and how do we do that? By well, what you were just sharing about the apostle Paul, it allowed him to keep his focus on the Lord. Amen. It doesn't matter what the situation or the circumstance or what anyone or anything else mm-hmm. is doing around us. Mm-hmm. The Lord's the one that fights the battles. Amen. And yes, he has given us power and authority, but he says to meditate on him, on his word day and night, not look to the right or the left or turn mm-hmm. to the right or to the left, mm-hmm. but to meditate on him, to keep our focus on him. Right? That was That's the preacher's pet point when it comes to Peter walking on the water, right? Uh-huh. Well, he took his eyes off Jesus. Well... What is our focus on? Amen. Is it on what the the world is doing and what they're celebrating? And if it is, then why is that the case? Mm-hmm. Our focus should be on the Lord and what the Lord has done, is doing, and is about to do. 
Amen. He's already working his plan. And, you know, that's not to say that we don't do what's right in the natural. So say something, um, you know, you're informed that a company has policies that are absolutely against the word of God. You are invited to not spend your money at that business. And we encourage that you don't support that kind of business because you're aligning yourself with their beliefs when you do. By all means, do what's appropriate and what God gives you guidance to do and do all that he's giving you understanding to do. And then as you're doing this, you know, there's no reason to not shop at a business, but then hate the business that is doing it or the owners of the business. We we cross the line in that case. But if we say, no, we're not going to partake of that. And we're going to go on with the Lord and then go, thank you, God, for your guidance and your wisdom. Thank you, Lord, for all that you've done for me. And save and deliver and help and set free those people who are blinded by the enemy. Thank you, Lord, and keep on moving. That's the right way to handle it as we walk out our soul salvation, as we work that out with the Lord. Well, we're at the end of our episode for the day, and I just want to thank you so much for joining us. Um, Come right back here next week for the next episode. God bless you, and remember to live your life in the Messiah's love. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe.